verses 1 through 6. Always amazes me how God linked the songs to the scripture. I think that we have musicians that is in tune with the Holy Spirit. And they don't know where I'm doing or what I'm doing, but but God gives me confirmation through the songs that they choose. It reads as such in our hearing, if you are, if you will listen, say F. Conditional. God is saying, I want to bless you, but do you want to be blessed? Oh, y'all, 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 y'all need to tap into it. F means I want to do, I want to be released, but, but there's conditions to your blessing. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Listen, he's saying, he's saying, he's saying, he's saying, my intent, my purpose is to bless you. But I can only bless you if you come up under the blessing. He says, will you listen diligently to the voice of your Lord? He said, I'm talking. But you as my people, are you listening? Being watchful, being careful, being want to, to do all my commandments, which I command you this day. The Lord your God will set you. He said, I will do this. I know you got enemies. I know you got a devil. I know you got situations. I know, I know, I know you're living in a cursed situation. But I will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall overcome, shall come upon you and overtake. He said, while you chasing me, your blessing will chase you. Turn to your neighbor and say, chase God, chase, chase, chase the Lord, chase Chase the Lord. Don't, don't chase the blessing. Chase the God. Chase, chase the Lord. Chase, chase the Lord. <laughs> if you heed to the voice of the Lord, your God, while, while you are busy chasing me, it will chase you and run you down and take you over. Next verse. Bless shall you be in the city. Bless, shall you be in the field. Bless, shall be the fruit of your body and the fruit of your ground and the fruit of your beast and increase your cattle and the young and the young of your flock. He said, bless, shall be the basket and your kneeling of, of the road. He says, he says, bless shall you be when you come in. Bless shall you be when you go out. I think it goes on to say, bless 
when you lay down. Bless when you get up. <laughs> I got a question for you. Are you up under God's blessing? I don't answer so quickly. Don't, don't, don't say yes yet because you don't know <laughs> where I'm going. Maybe you are, maybe you ain't. Maybe in some areas you are, in some areas you're not. Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, move Tracy out the way and speak. Lord, bring into my remembrance everything you want me to say and allow me to make clear your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. The children of Israel were blessed because of the promise God gave to Abraham. Now, they was always his children, but here what the scripture is letting us know is that though they was in position to be blessed, yes, beyond their condition, that it was up to them to walk in their blessing. Yes, Let me see if I can make this clear. Uh, this morning, it was raining. Was it raining when y'all came in? How many brought umbrellas? Was you up under your umbrella? How many brought umbrella, but you didn't open up your umbrella? How many knew it was raining and you didn't even go get your umbrella? I said to myself, I won't melt. Notice that your umbrella, though it's in your possession and you have one, it does you no good unless you open it up and use it. I got an umbrella, but I didn't go get my umbrella, so it did me no good. Those of you that brought your umbrella but you didn't use it, though you had your umbrella, you did not open it up and you got rained on because you did not use what you had at, in your hand at your disposal. Listen, your blessing is not automatic, it's at your disposal. Oh, shut your mouth. See, many times the greeting that we say, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored, maybe. Positionally you are. But it does not mean that you are really walking in what God has for you simply because you have not come up under the covering, under the blessing of God's word being obedient. Listen, listen, I told you last, and if you wasn't here last week, you need to go back and get the CD. You need to listen to it on, on iPad because I'm not going back and saying everything I said last week just because you choose not to come on the second Sunday. Don't mean I'm not going <laughs> to preach on the second Sunday.
So there's some servants that say, they're going to miss it today. So I'm not going back and retracing. Because, because, because if you miss what God has for you, there's some principles you got to get in your spirit. There's some principles you got to get in your walk. God intent, just like with the children of Israel, he wanted to bless them, but he couldn't bless them because they wouldn't do what they were supposed to do. Last week I dealt with whether you know it or not, when Adam and Eve disobey, this earth became cursed. When Adam and Eve disobey, Satan became the small g God of this world. God gave it to Adam, Adam gave it to Satan. And because Satan is out of position, he can't do nothing but curse. Whether you know it or not, or even if you don't even care, there are two spiritual forces that are in vogue, that is acting upon your life, and it is cursing and blessing. And watch this, and there is no middle ground. What God is saying to the children of Israel and what he says uh, because everything in the Bible is reciprocal. He done said it before. I can find it someplace else. His story have not changed. His principles have not changed. He is saying to us in a different way. He said, bring yourself under my mighty hand and everything that is yours, everything about you, bring it into my hand. Bring it under the blood. Because Satan can't touch what's under the blood. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. You may be under the blood, but that doesn't mean what you do is under the blood. Because when we make decisions outside of the will of God, we have taken whatever that is and taken it outside of the blood of Jesus. Real quickly. Fix that. I don't know what I tripped over, but fix it anyway. <laughs> you know, we think that 10% is about the church when 10% of our, of our money is really about God wanting to make Satan leave your finances alone. I didn't get too many claps. Did you hear that? Two claps. Everybody else here, say what? Because <laughs> when you go into Malachi and it goes and talking about, you know, bring your storehouse, bring your tithes on to the Lord. If you go back and I open up the windows of heaven, which most of us miss, is it, there's a verse that says this. And God said, and I will rebuke the devourer. You know who the devourer is? Listen, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Which means that God is saying, I want you to bring it to me. And my way of protecting you is that you know I'm your source 
So when you give 10%, what I'm going to do is I'm going to rebuke Satan who's trying to blow on your money. Have you, have you ever had Satan blow? Matter of fact, God says, I, I will blow on your money if you don't trust me. But watch this. We already working against an enemy who's trying to destroy us in every area. You being a Christian, he's trying to destroy everything in your life. So whatever you and I do, when we make a decision, when we make an attitude outside the will of God, we have brought that whatever it is outside of the covering. Proverbs. Proverbs 3, verse 5, reading out of the NIV, out of the NIV. It's a trust in the Lord. You know what? Walking by faith is really trusting God at his word. The choir sung it. You know, the scripture says, the Lord says, and God is not a man that he should lie. Listen, you, you don't know what you miss until you walk in it. Because until you walk in it, you can't experience it. This is what God does to you and me. He lays out a sheet of paper and he says, sign your name at the bottom. Now, if you like me, I take the paper, I look at the front and look at the back and say, Lord, there's nothing on it. He said, that's okay. Sign your name and say, I'm going to do it. But Lord, I would do that if you write on it what you want me to do. Is anybody with me? The problem with that is I am putting conditions on God. And God says, does it really matter what I want you to sign to? As long as you're saying yes to me, because the signing of the paper is not what I want you to do. I want your heart to say yes to me, because once you sign, it really doesn't matter what I sign you to. You're saying yes to me. My sis, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, my NIV is different than this NIV. And knowledge is not the real word that should be there. And knowledge means say, say, hey God, I acknowledge you. Now I'm going to do what I want to do. You know what that word should be? And if you're about cross out acknowledgement and put, submit to him. Don't look at me like y'all deers in headlights. <laughs> Submit to him in all of your ways. And now he will direct, he will show you how to walk because he got your heart. Children of Israel was in the land of Egypt. And God told Pharaoh what to do, and Pharaoh refused. And the children of Israel at this time was broken up to be obedient. So, so God would send flies to the Egyptians, but on Israel, there's not one fly to be found. Amen. Amen. Right next door, right next door. God sent frogs 
in Egypt, but didn't send nothing, and there was no frog to found, be found in Israel. Listen, I don't know how he did this. It was so dark in Egypt that you could feel the darkness that they got scared and nobody moved. That's dark. <laughs> That's dark. And the, and the sun was shining in Israel. Now watch this, watch this. He sent the death angel in Israel, in Egypt. But he told the children of Israel to put blood, no, put but it's more than obedience, it's blood. They came up under the blood of a lamb over the doorpost. Listen, because faith means action. Faith is not just a belief, it's, it's obedience to what God has told you to do. See, what we do sometimes is this. Okay, God is saying do this, and we go over here and do this. And the scripture says this. Say, say, it's more blessed to be obedient than make sacrifice. We make sacrifice instead of doing where God wants me to do it. Now hold on. If I'm here, God can't bless this because of there. Sometimes we think, I don't have to do that. I can do this. But did you know God won't bless this because you disobedience over here? Why? Because it's a hard thing. You know what? What's this? What's this? What's this? Even if I'm not obedient here, I need to stay here and let God work on me to work obedience in me. Oh, y'all don't hear this. This is what I'm saying. That I may be struggling here, but if I stay right here and I get before the Lord and I talk about what he's talking about, what God is doing is building us up on the inside and God will count that I want to. Oh, it's obedience. See, because there's some areas my faith ain't strong enough to conquer yet, but if I let God work on me, if I let God take me there, if I talk about it, if I pray about it, if I let my heart be broken over it, sooner or later, God will take it out the way. It's not that you're always there, it's that you want to get there. I got a question. Is there anybody want to get there? some point, we got to quit making excuses for ourselves and say, Lord, you're right. I'm wrong. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get where you want me. Because I want to be where you are blessing. I want to be right where you It's a hard thing. I tell people all the time, it's not that we don't know. We know and don't listen. Next verse. Did I give you the rest of it? Do not be wise in your own eyes. You know, the problem 
is this? God takes too long. I want him to fix it. I want the blessing. I want God to, to do it the way I, you know, you know, and the moment that you submit, it gets worse than getting better. <laughs> you know what the problem is? Other folks not doing it God's way. So why I got to do it God's way? Seems like that folks that don't know him is being okay. But you know what? We're looking at temporary situations when God is trying to bless us in the long term. Notice what he said. I will bless you coming in. I will bless you going out. And what he's saying is this. My hand will be on you. Let me talk to some folks. Can I get a little bit deeper? Have you ever been someplace and you know you're right in the will of God, but H-E-L-L is all around you? And you wondering why God put you in this place? And it seems like that God is the one that is allowing folks to treat you that way. And, and, and you want to fight your own battle and God has told you shut up and be quiet. I'm trying to see if anybody know what I'm talking about. Is there any? And watch that. And he's not taking you out. And he's not moving them away. And he got you right there. And he says, I got you right where I want you. And we're not talking about a week. We're talking about a month. It's going on a year. Going on. Don't tell the numbers. She said five years. Anybody got that beat? Five years ago, she got that beat, kid. She got that 20 years. 20 years. You know what the blessing is, is this. Won't God keep you in perfect peace though he hasn't changed the situation? Isn't the presence of God on your life and in your life greater than the situation changes? Isn't it good to be right where God wants you to be and know he got his hands on you and though the enemy forms the weapon, the weapon doesn't prosper. Isn't it awesome to see folks try to set up traps around you and the trap don't work? Isn't it awesome when the enemy trying to take you out and he can't? trying to make you go down and God keeps, 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 keeps. Isn't it awesome that the more trouble you in, the higher your praise goes? Isn't it awesome to see the mighty head of God all 
up in your life. I wouldn't give nothing. I mean nothing. This world got to give me for the joy of the Holy Ghost. For the peace of the Holy Ghost. And knowing that God got you wrapped up. Somebody need to shout. Somebody need to say, thank you, Jesus. Somebody need to say, that's, that's me. He's talking about me. Sean evil because with every weight, Satan is always going to come to try to get you out of position. Listen, and every time we walk through the door that Satan opened, we walked out of our blessing. There is a covering of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that if you stay there and trust God, God will bless you in ways. Listen, most people think your blessings on the outside. I want you to know the greatest blessings on the inside. I want you to know God will speak to you. God will love on you. God will make folks like you. It's funny. You go to a store and the person at the cashier will start giving you coupons that they're not supposed to give you. You just saw them not give it to nobody else, but you walk up and they would tell you, I'm going to mark this down. I'm going to... And you stand there saying, huh? I didn't know it's going to be on sale two weeks, but you're give me the sale price today? i tell you what happened. I was on a trip, me and Reverend Ingram was going someplace and was on a flight, and we, and the late, the wait was longer than driving there. Our baggage was already on the plane that was going to fly. I went up and said, don't hurt the ass. I said, is there any way you can get our luggage? Anybody flies know they don't go unpack your luggage once it packed. They did for me. She got on the phone, started calling, and started saying, they need, they did, we need these baggage. They unpacked a loaded plane so that we could drive. I don't know about you. That's favor. That's favor. That's blessing. That's blessing. God will favor his children. God wants to favor you. Turn to your neighbor and say, God wants to favor you. God wants to favor you. God wants to favor you. Now say what to curse you. And watch this. God said, I have set before you, which means you choose. We make the choice. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Something just hit me. This is what hit me. It didn't work the first time, so you go back and do it our way a second time. It didn't work the second time, then we go back a third time. 
And then, and then what's the third time? If we go back, a f- Don't raise your hand. Look straight ahead. Look like he's not talking to me. But you would think after the first time, surely after the second time, surely, surely, surely. But if we be honest, We try to force our way without trusting God. Can I, can I share something with you? I'm going to share it with you. I'm sharing this with all the young folks. God will not bless your mess. He can't. God is holy. He is true to himself. Matter of fact, Deuteronomy, I'm almost finished. I know the game is coming on. I know. Oh, y'all don't know what game. I'm glad y'all don't know what game. I'm not going to tell you now, that's for sure. Deuteronomy 28, 15 and 19. But if you will not obey my voice, the Lord God, being watchful to do all that I have, I have commanded. My statutes mean principles, which I have commanded you today. He says... Curses. Listen, it's not God cursing. This, the environment we're in is already cursed. We have either tapped into God's kingdom or Satan's kingdom. There is no in between. Satan wants to pull on your emotions, on your thinking, on your temperament. And when he makes you act, make me act, make us do outside of God's will, with that action is a curse. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My brothers and sisters, I hate to tell you this. This is the world you was born into. This is what is really happening. We think we're just born, live, and die, but, but in between is God pulling on you and Satan pulling on you. God wants to bless you. Satan can't stand you. So he's trying to provoke us to make decisions and actions that will bring death and destruction. And all of us have been there. The problem is, is that we can live our entire life and not understand these principles. We don't know what we're acting in. We don't know what, what forces are behind. There's always golden angels around you, but there's always demonic forces around you that's trying to, and, and they're pulling you either in and out of blessing or cursing. And if you don't see this as real life, then you don't understand really what is happening in your life and why you can't get over. Why, why you don't see God's blessing. And I, and I realize that the power of choice is in the Christian's hands. 
God said, I overcame him. He's already defeated. I already came. I, all power's in my hand. Therefore, go. And, and, we, and we don't understand that he has, just like he gave to Adam, he said, look, it's yours. What you do with it is yours. He said that to Adam. Guess what? When you accept Jesus Christ, he said, I overcome, so you have overcome, but it's in your choice. Believe me or don't believe me. Trust me or don't trust me. I got your back, but I can't choose for you. Talk to your name said, your choice. It's your choice. Now, I don't know about you. I like the blessing better than the curse. But if you choose, listen, as a Christian, if you choose to live up under the curse, it's your choice. And then we're going to blame God that he's not good, that he don't do, he's unfair. God said, I'm not respecting a person. The same opportunity I gave to others, I give to you, you choose. Kingdom. Because we don't put things in a kingdom perspective, and God has always been kingdom. Jesus came preaching the kingdom of God. He came preaching the kingdom of heaven. And he says, I'm bringing in a kingdom in the midst of this demonic kingdom. And I came so that you can walk in life and more life more abundantly. Okay, let's, let's deal with this. Watch this, Ephesians 5.21. almost finished. 5.21. Let me bring this into family situation. Okay, let me bring this into family situation. We think that once the preacher said, husband and wife, that we're husband and wife, no, you still, you still man and woman. And you know what? You could be married for 80 years and still be man and woman. And have not really became husband and wife, because husband and wife is a bonding. It's just trying to get on the same track. You said, that's this. This is the Message Bible. I don't really like the Message Bible in this aspect here. You know why? They dumb down the word. You know, they just says, just, he said, he says, wait a minute. I didn't say switch yet. Out of respect for Christ. And really, the word that it used is this, out of reverence for Christ. And what it says is, go back now. It says, before you get married, before you enter this covenant, before if your marriage is going to work, you got to submit to Christ. Let, let me, let me, submit is the first word that comes all the way down. And he's tell the, tell the husband, you know, love your wife, submit and love her, set in the atmosphere. Do it, go all out. And this is where I love the message by. He said, go out, all out in loving your wife, but tell the wife, submit to your husband. Let him take the lead. Let him lead you. Now watch this. Neither one of you can do that until you start here. Submission starts with the relationship between 
Christ first. Listen, you can't even love your neighbor. We can't even love one another until you begin here. We can't even act like a church until we submit here. Everything that has to do with our lives, if you want God's hand on it, if you want the power of God in it, it begins here. So, so watch it. If I take this out of sequence, I said, and I won't love you because of what you did, I have now told God I won't submit. When, when, when we don't submit to, to the word of God, what happens then is this, is that Satan has come in and in that area, he has sat down as king in your life. Ephesians 4. Uh, I don't know what verse I gave you in that, but uh, something like 28, 27. And it says this, it says this. It says, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth for what is good is necessary for edification that it may impact grace to the hearer. You can't do that in the church without submitting to the Lord. Okay, next verse. Watch this. Do not grieve. Now, y'all read this as do not grieve the Holy Spirit, but let me use some other word. Do not grieve God. Because the Holy Spirit is God. Do not grieve your Lord. So watch this. Whenever we take anything out of his hands, he is grieved because he can't bless us the way he wants to. Can I give you a picture of that? Here he is, he's in his hometown in the gospel, and the Bible says, he, he, these are people he grew up with, this is family, this is cousins, this is people he grew up with, and the Bible said when he came to them, he could not do many miracles. And it said that Jesus was amazed, he marveled, and really you could say he was grieved, because if he wanted to bless anybody, he wanted to bless his relatives. But he could not do what he wanted to do because they did not believe. Faith is it, y'all. Trusting him is it. You know, you know what the problem is? Sometimes I'm afraid to trust him. He may ask me to do what I don't want to do. I like having some control. Don't, don't agree so readily, okay? <laughs> you know, and what's this? Matter of fact, to be honest with you, all of us got our fallen nature rebels against this. Submit to God, submit to Christ. Let me pick what I want to submit to. So y'all fight with this too. The problem is, is that whatever I don't bring up under the blood, Satan is reigning. Satan is going to try to steal, kill, and destroy me. You know, I was talking to Dr. Smith. We was talking, and we was talking about Psalms 128, and I'm about ready to let y'all go. Because whether you know it or not, everything we say, everything we do, we're planting seeds. And the fruit of the seeds is going to come up in some area in our life. 
It just says, this, this is the spiritual principle. This is the world we live in. We are spiritual beings that's going through a natural situation. And whether you learn how to walk in this or not, you still play in it. This is what I say. Play it so you bless. I don't know nobody that's want to walk in a curse. How many people in here want to be blessed? How many want to be blessed? Uh, all of a sudden, it's just a few clap. You don't want to be blessed. The favor of God, the blessing of God, increase in every, the joy, the peace of God in your life. Listen, that's what God has for you. The problem is, is that, let's talk to a guy, me and Dr. Smith was talking, we were talking about this particular person who, who, who said, I live, Psalm 128. 128, it says, you know, he said, blessed is the man who, who blesses the man. Go back. You went too far. Go, go, go back. Go back. This is a song of ascension, and it's like what? Um, thank you. <laughs> Just as said this morning. The Israel people chatted this as they was going up to the temple. They would chat this as they go ascend up. And it says, and, and, and really, the, the name of the song is, is, is to be blessed. To be blessed. And what he says is, blessed are all who fear the Lord. Listen, fear me, I'm willing to submit. And that's, this is saying, that's who God blesses. So if I'm not ready to submit, even as a Christian, I'm, I'm saved. But I can't say I'm blessed. Especially in the area that I haven't submitted. God can't, well, if I put myself under a curse, it's my fault I'm under the curse. And listen, and I can't blame God because I'm up under a curse. Because God already told me how to be blessed. choose to be cursed when I choose to be disobedient. So, so, so when I'm eating bad fruit, I can't get mad at God. I need to get mad at Ouch. What's this? Oh, you got mad at Adam? Him first. A second. <laughs> Especially because we're in Christ Jesus. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. He said, friend of God who walks in, in, in his, in God's way. So I know his way. I discover his way. I have, I say, okay, Lord, your way is the way the blessing. Watch this. Go up, go up, go up, go up. I know it. There you go. He will eat of the fruit. Okay, let me just say this. Turn to your neck and say, you will eat of the fruit of your labor. Now ask them, what's your labor? You know what the weirdest thing is? I may sow dirt in your life, and I will eat of the dirt I sowed in your life. Yes, sir. 
says, I saw, that's why you don't have to worry about someone who's trying to, because if they're trying to sow dirt in your life, don't go back and sow dirt in their life. Just keep on praising God. Keep on doing what you're supposed to do. Because sooner or later, the dirt that they try to sow in their life, they will eat. They will eat. God promises that. God promises that. So, 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 so you just keep steadfast. Let God fight your battles. Let God do what he's going to do. Because sooner or later, that person who thinks they're getting by, nobody gets by with dirt. But watch this. He blesses good. So this man said, he took, these, he took us to this verse. And he said, you know, he said, and he said increase will be yours. Now what's the next verse? And he said, and your wife will be like a fruitful vine in, in your house. And this man was saying, but my wife isn't. And, and we was talking about this principle. And then, you know what? I realized what the problem was. You know what this verse don't tell you? You got to watch the soil you sow in. speak to the young people. You can't change nobody. Don't you ever get with somebody and say, he's good looking, he got potential, and I'm going to change him because I see potential? Hold on now. Just because somebody got, the graveyard got potential too. It's dead. It's dead potential. <laughs> yeah, talk to somebody who got with somebody who thought they thought they could change, and you can't change nobody. Kenny broke about a few months ago. He started talking about field soil and, 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 and top soil. And he said, Field soil, nothing grows in field soil. He said, top soil, everything grows. Now, I want, you, I want to show you the difference. Listen real carefully. Y'all didn't hear that. Let me get where I can get an echo. This is as hard as rocks. I don't care how much you sowing it is, nothing gonna grow. You know what God has to do to our hearts? Watch this. If you're gonna get married, you better check what soil they are. I don't care how good they look. I don't care how much money they have. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe y'all hear that. Y'all need to hear it again. And it's still full of rocks. 
You know what God, you know what God says? I think that in all of our lives, we're some of both. And the thing is, is this. God can't bless this because he tries to sow, but it won't grow. This is where the blessing is. It's his intent to bless you. It's his will that you walk in blessing, that you have favor, that you have an anointing on your life. But as long as we insist, and what says, you know, we do good works, but it's coming out of this, and God says, it's nothing. This is religion. This is, this is, this is when, when we're trying to be religious and want God to accept it. This is our obedience and love for God. And no matter how much work this does, it cannot grow fruit. You know what? I don't have much of this, but it's enough to bear fruit. Amen. When you're this, God is speaking to you. And God is saying, keep on trusting me. Keep on listening to me. I know that you don't think you're much, but, but I'm planting some big things in you. Am I talking to anybody? He said, he said, I know folks going to use you. I know folks going to take advantage of you. I know other folks going to say you're a fool and you're being used, but you're trusting me. Oh, no, watch this, watch this, watch this. Matter of fact, this refuses to get in God's hands. This is always in God's hands. Is there anybody that's here? Justin. Justin is trouble, and watch trouble come your way, but guess what? It can't take it out of God's hands. Notice, trouble is grabbing for you, but the Bible says, can't nothing or nobody take you out of my hand. Is there anybody that want to be in God's hands? Well, let me, let, me, let me help you. Don't mean you won't go through the storm. Won't mean you won't have to cry. But the one thing you know, I'm in God's hands. And as long as I'm God's hands, everything is going to be all right. Listen, what he says to this, bless. Turn to your neighbor. Say bless. Tell him, bless. Tell him, bless. Bless coming in. Bless going out. Bless in the city. Bless in the field. Bless in the house. Bless outside of the house. Bless driving the car. Bless walking down the street. Tell somebody, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Bless laying down. Bless rising up. You know what? When you bless, 
you find yourself laughing for no reason. When you bless, you smiling and don't even know you smiling. When you bless, oh hell them broke loose. But there's a peace, there's a satisfaction, there's a contentment, because I know I'm a child of the king. I know he got me in his hands. I know he got me covered. Is there anybody? Though you're going through the storm, though you're going through the rain, you know without a shadow of a doubt that God has an appointed time to bring you out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Turn to your neighbor. Say, I'm waiting on my appointed time. I don't know when. I don't know how. But I'm trusting. 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 I'm trusting the Lord with my increase. My future looks good because I know my future is in his hands. I'm trusting. in his hand. Give God some praise.